It's one more reason why Friday is everybody's favorite day of the week. Relax, relax. You're too stressed. Your sphincter's getting purple. Nipples and tits. Nipples and tits. I'm going to get more nipples and tits. You might want to double check your parental control. I slid my fingers inside my love hole. Go on. Your vagina is filled with wind. You've seen it? Yep. Oh, shit. It's a twist. You might learn something surprising. Her little pink house is more like a brownish bungalow. Oh. Oh. Somebody goofed it earlier. <laughs> Only my device is ready to use. Yeah. Oh, I bet it is. Oh, my God, it is. Look at that thing. I'm straight, so I'll take it the ass. I knew it. It really is like hanging out with your friends and nothing is off limits. I'm essentially in a bubble bath with two Yorkies. Ooh. How freaky is that? I gave a guy neck last night. Oh, Lordy. Have you ever stuck your penis in your penis and a penis pump? I'm willing to try. I need to get some good man hands on my thighs. Stop it. Make me uncomfortable. I will quit if you glisten my ass. I'm your girl. That wasn't ranch dressing, baby. (laughs) I can see myself in your penis. Recorded and streaming live from Toad Hop Entertainment Studios, it's After Hours with Heidi and Frank. That's right. Welcome to After Hours with Heidi and Frank. Thank you to uh, AdamandEve.com, who is the big sponsor for the After Hours program. If you just go to AdamandEve.com, it has uh, just thousands and thousands and thousands. Of, uh, oh, you can spend hours on that website. Of uh, <laughs> AIDS. Well, I guess that's bad. Wait. Uh, you to- can't say that's thousands uh, of AIDS. Uh, Who's going to go there for that? Toys. I go there for AIDS. <laughs> toys. Sexual AIDS. <laughs> that, that, that sounds bad, too. Yeah, no. I'm totally screwing this up oh, for Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Don't go to Adam and Eve for sexual AIDS. <laughs> In the way that you're thinking of bad sexual AIDS. Yeah, go for are... good sexual AIDS. Ooh, got... Just go there to see the hot chick on the front right now. Yeah. What's she look like? She's got tattoos. She's got a sleeve on her right Ooh. arm. Big old boobies. Blonde. You like that? Honey? Oh, I love mm. tattoos. I love dirty girl look. She looks like a dirty girl? No, she looks like an innocent girl with a tattoo and a dirty bustier. I gotta come check it out. Mm. Hold on. Yeah, Adam and Eve doesn't disappoint. Actually, uh... Last week, oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Last week I went on AdamandEve.com and I bought something for the shoe. So when uh, it arrives, I will be uh, bringing it in, and then we can play with it on the show. Yeah, definitely go there and uh, check all the uh, the good stuff out at AdamandEve.com, and then when you check out. You gotta type in HF show. Yeah. To get a special discount. And that way they know that you came from the HF show. Go support them. And, uh, and they'll keep supporting us. Yeah. So, uh, thanks to adamandeve.com for coming on board again. Good, Love ha- you. good having you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else going on? Um, Charles, he wants to produce the show today. He's like, oh, it's for after hours. I want to, I have a question. Okay. I want you guys you to all answer it. Produce the show. Mm-hmm. All right, Charles, you're producing the show. He says, uh, it's after hours. And all of you have girlfriends, so here's a question to throw around the room. How does your girl prefer her cunny? Up and down, side to side, or in circles? I'm especially curious about Smeeze's answer. Well, so we'll let Smeeze think about it a while and go last. I'm not going to answer. Stop being a pussy. I'm not a pussy because... How does your girl prefer her cunny? That is none of your business. Oh, he's never done it. You've never done it? Like little Eric. Never done it. (laughs) Can't stand it. (laughs) None of your business. I already know how. <laughs> Me too. Charles, Charles wants to know. I will just say that uh, maybe a month, a month or a month and a half ago, 
Heidi and Karen were giving every guy on staff some oh tips. Oh my God, this was where was I? Funny. Was I passed shit. out? Was I, was I drunk? I don't. Probably. It's probably that day you couldn't speak. It may have been on Four Loco Day. It may have been, and then uh, we got asked a question, right? Yeah, I don't know who asked the question, but all I remember uh, I is do. the tip of uh, of putting pressure. Yes. And who did that come from? Did that come from Karen or did that come from Heidi? Right here. That's a pressure thing for you. And and the Italian. We both like a lot of pressure. A lot. I don't like, like that. I don't push like on the... my hand as much as you would like the here, pressure I'll, to be I'll on kiss, your on your cunny. I'll kiss you. You're gonna you're actually gonna eat my hand. All right. <laughs> All right. She's really pressing down. She really is. I don't really feel that much pressure though. I can feel her. I can feel her working that thing though. I guess that would be kind of nice on my on my girly bits. <laughs> if I had girly bits. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, my God. Wow. That's what my she, hand tastes like. I totally <laughs> took a crap. I didn't, I didn't wash my hands. Just about a second ago. Well, I, not with the back of your hand. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah, no. I always wipe back. Back first, then palm second. Well, if I get a urinary tract infection, it's, um, you're, pay, you're paying the copay. No, I'm totally at, kidding. At, down there at the pharmacist's office. That didn't seem like that much messed pressure. messed up my lipstick. Well, it's not a lot Give of pressure on a, Give me your hand. It's not a lot of pressure on your hand, but it would be a lot of pressure on your clitoris, Dolores. All right. Oh, he's sucking kind of too, like sucking and. Oh, yeah, that's my trick. That's pretty good. The sucking is a good trick too. I, I pull it out. Yeah, I, that's I pull, not your trick. I pull it out and go. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you kind of pull it out of its little den, its little. Exactly. Cake. That's a golden oldie, isn't it? I bring it to me. It's a golden oldie. The uh, the VIP shoutouts really want Karen to to explain it. Explain what she means. Oh my God. Mm. You know who I know. <laughs> he is like, I would too. Did you hear how sheepish he was? I know. Maybe I'd be interested in Now, that. here was the thing, and I won't... Who was me- really giving I- a I lesson? Won't, I won't mention any names. Well, we both were going, because there was a you person... You were agreeing with each other, saying yes, we yes, no, no. very much agreeing with each other, because there was somebody here in the studio at the Toad Hop Network who... Um, said, I don't really know what's good, because I usually just do it, and then she finishes herself off. And we're like, what? No. No. You could say names. No. Why not? Eh. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I can figure it out. And so we're like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta, you get in there, and you, you pressure, pressure's the key. Pressure, not, not, I'm mean, not for everybody, of course, but I found that, you know, most women I've been with, pressure's key. That light fluttery is fine to tease for about five seconds and then get to it because you're annoying. But see, there's, there's been the, uh, the the tip of if you are doing something and you are getting a reaction from that something, Yeah. keep doing the something. Don't be switching it up because obviously you're getting reaction, you're getting the body movement, you're getting her, you know, the heaving, the pulling towards your face. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, then stick to it. So if you're doing the, 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 the fluttery, the, the, the... And she may love it. The hummingbird. Let that go. Then give her the hummingbird for right. a while. But you said it's good for a tease, but if she's loving it, at what point do you say, well, okay, I, I got to go from this you to... You do read the body language if she's just... Uh, but if she starts to... If you're doing the light flicker and then she's taking your head to, to pull it in to give herself more pressure, pressure, push in. Stop doing the... Oh yeah, you like that? Lick, lick. Oh, that's yeah, why I, I hate think, lesbian no. porn. That's what they always do. They always go, "Oh, lick, lick. Uh, uh, you like that?" Uh, I uh, think, you're like, uh, get, get to it. Long in, fingernail. In, in your particular case, that women are more obviously 
open to what they enjoy and yeah. instructing about what they enjoy. And being with another woman, you can actually tell her what you enjoy and she can understand what you enjoy, as opposed to the typical relationship like with Shmees and Shmoo, where it's like she might be, because she seems like uh, the girl next door, very, very sweet, that she mm-hmm. might be a little bit timid as far as grabbing hair and pulling in when yeah. it's like she wants to look like he should probably know what he's doing. And if, and if she doesn't, if he doesn't, she's going to lay back and just judge and then give me a that call is later. Risky. <laughs> yeah, that is risky because you don't you don't want to emasculate somebody, right? You don't want to. But I think we all know it's different for everybody. So you have to let somebody know who you're with. Like that doesn't work for me. Like when I met the Italian, she had long fingernails, right? Not long, long, but like she would always have her French tips and like she would have nails. What? Yeah, and I'm uh, trying to picture that, but not like with long. all of my imagination, <laughs> and I have yeah. a really big imagination. How could she possibly run the chainsaw with nails? <laughs> I can't see the Italian being like, "Hello." Well, she gets like we go get our fr- mani patty, and we get you know we get French manicure. She's on our like Jackie's Joiner curse. They're like they're super long. <laughs> they're painted, but she's getting ready to go to Guinness. They weren't that long, right? But they they had more like I like a nice. Stubby fingernail. I don't like nails, and Me so shally. and that was the thing that I said. I'm, I'm like, um, that's not going to work. You don't like fingernails on a woman. Why don't? Well, I don't even want to know. Well, I, I just for the like, same reason Heider doesn't like fingernails. <laughs> it's all pokey in there. Tears up his butthole. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I like women who have their hands all natural. Yeah. My mom, I think it was because of my mom when she was, when I was younger, she used to get those big fake red things. Uh, here's the thing about well, long fingernails. I love fi- your mom. She's no. kind of trashy. Here's the thing about <laughs> yeah. long fingernails. Is she trashy? She's, she's not trashy, but she will be the lady who, who I take to a premiere of a movie, like uh, when we did um, A Home at the End of the World, and I had the big Hollywood premiere. It was at um, Grauman's Chinese, oh, wow. which is a huge deal. Yeah. Right. Had the red carpet, celebrities there, everything, and my mom shows up in a floral dress. Ooh. That that's my mom. She did oh, she from, from the south. Yeah. I wouldn't even know what's wrong with that. What's wrong with a floral dress? Well, you wear a dress? floral dress maybe down to on a Friday night down there at the. Uh, oh, the so ch- it's not evening wear. It's it's a standard. Just picture a southern lady in a in a like a mom floral dress. Yeah, and then a shawl. Oh. Is she built like a mom? Oh yeah. Oh okay. But then uh, she's built like a mom. Everyone's like, oh, look, someone's mom He's sweet. Came. He brought yeah. his mom. Exactly. But still. Yeah. I mean, get a solid you embarrassed because you had the same thing on? <laughs> mom, I said I was wearing floral. And then he forgot his shawl, so we had to borrow hers halfway yeah. through the night because it was chilly. It was My November. mom cold. She's all tucking him in with his popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I did get nachos at my own premiere. I was the only one eating. I, I, think. I find it really hard. I can't imagine had I crisscrossed... You're so Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah, just go... Different movie. Yeah, what the Sissy hell am I thinking Spacek. of? You're thinking of Cold Mountain. Oh, yeah, Cold Mountain. I'm thinking of Cold Mountain the whole time. <laughs> Can you imagine bringing your mom to a big Hollywood premiere where halfway through the movie you're jerking some kid off? I'd yeah. be like, um, no, Mom, you know, it's like, um, you know, you don't really have to have... How could you even eat watching yourself jerk a kid off? Because <laughs> it wasn't real. It was real. It was we not. We know your method. I had to do that three times. How am I going to survive that? You did it three times. What, did you keep messing up on purpose? <laughs> uh, I didn't really feel like I was jerking him off enough. Okay, uh, you're, okay. the, the pace was all wrong. No one's going to believe the pacing. Now, have I just started jerking him off, or has it been going on? Like, should I be really vigorous, or... It's really embarrassing. Yeah, it was the director yelling out, yeah. come on, That's the thing. It's really embarrassing. But the director came up to us after the first take, and he was like, uh, so to the other right actor. <laughs> <laughs> he was a gay director. And uh, he came up to us and said, 
Eric, you're doing a great job, very realistic. And then gave the other kid notes. He's like, see how Eric's doing it? Like, here, just show him how. Oh! I was way more realistic at spanking off another guy. Did this happen in the director's trailer? (laughs) (laughs) We did have to rehearse that scene. And uh, we, we had rented this warehouse that we were also shooting in. And there was like a mat, like a wrestling mat. And he's like, here, we, you guys don't lay on the floor. Lay on this wrestling mat, and we'll do the rehearsal. Oh, my God. So it's two two kids. Why do you have to rehearse that? <laughs> right. It's like, we got it. Can we just yeah. do a day of? Oh, we got it. I mean, I, I've jerked. I, so instead of doing it here, I'll just do it over yeah, here. Exactly. I've done it. I know this. Instead of I'll just straight arm Both of you guys are about, what, 17 years old? We've known you've done this before. Right. Just go ahead. And when I say action, jerk him off. Well, right? it's creepy because I was, you know, 21, maybe, <sighs> 22 when that movie happened, and the other kid was 16, 17. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Actually, he had to be 18, I you guess, legally. <laughs> no, I don't see. He he became a white rapper after. No way. I, I would have never guessed he'd become a white rapper. Yeah, he's actually not a very good white rapper either. Pull some of his stuff up. All right. Love to hear that. The right. guy, your best friend, jerk partner in Home at the End of the World is now a rapper. Yeah, he put on a, a huge amount of muscle. Hmm. And, really? Uh, yeah. I can't picture, yeah, I can't picture yeah. that at all. He got jacked up and uh, now now does music. All right, mm-hmm. so while you're looking up uh, his uh, rap music, uh, we got Matt on the phone. 888 is the number. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Good, how you doing? First, hey, first of all, um, I was uh, hanging out with Bag last night, and he was telling me how he got home to Shmeez's house, and there was balls deep in him, and he reached around, and that bag had a boner. Oh, it was it big? <laughs> what if it was big? <laughs> it's never going away, is it? It really isn't. You thought Scotch Lobster was bad. Oh, Scotch Lobster is nothing compared to this. The bag has taken over. Oh, yeah. Mm. You didn't answer the question, by the way. What's the question? About the pressure. Oh, the original question? No, no. The question was side to side, up and down, or oh. in circles. Basically, it's oh. just the, the the action of your tongue. Which does well, your girl you, prefer in her cunning? You did cunny on my hand, right? And I would say your style is I'm a, a mix-up. I'm a mix-up. You are a mix-up. You had, and I think you have to. Um, but I think your style was you did a little, you did the pressure good, and you did a little sucking. Yeah. But I would say my tongue's not doing right. But then, no, I would say that you are more of an up and down guy. That's what I noticed when you did cunny on me, on my hand. Yeah, I guess I'm more of an up and down, up and downer. What about you, Schmaze? You want to hear his music? <laughs> you are a downer. He's never done it. <laughs> you are a serious downer. Would you be able to point? Just, yes. If we, <laughs> this is all down, downer. He, he, he looks like a dog who's <laughs> licking water. But, but, but these dogs up. are uppers. <laughs> He's a downer. Schmaze <laughs> <laughs> does it like a cat cleans its chest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here he is? Yeah, this is him. Even fights happen for a reason. I'll find you when you've calmed down. Alright, that's enough. You gotta hear him rap. I thought I was. Yeah. Would he rap? By the way, you are way too good looking for him. Get to the rap. Saying.
I'm lacking nutrition. Back when he was skinny, and I'm lacking some nutrition. He wasn't lacking nutrition the night in that bedroom at home at the end of the world. Well, you're roping. So in, the, in that movie, that's all you guys did with each other, right? Was just drink each other off? Yeah. You didn't kiss. Yeah. No oral? No. We mm-hmm. get close to a kiss. If you're going to do oral on it, would it be up and down, side to side, or uh, circles? Mm-hmm. Here, look, I found another song. You <laughs> <laughs> might like this one better. This sucks. Wow. Uh, Can you help me find my shoes? I lost them somewhere in the DJ booth. Wow, man. Eminem over here. I think he lost his mind after that scene. Yeah. You scarred him. If you like that, it's uh, Fallen Soldier is the band's name. Mm. Uh, let's see. Triple eight five two zero HF show is the number you can call us about anything. We got uh, an email too. If you like, to email the show. The address show at HeidiandFrank.com. Says Frank. I disagree with Heidi. The last time I went uh, there on a girl, I kept screaming at her, uh, come, you better come already. She didn't. Turns out she doesn't do well with pressure. Oh. So if he doesn't agree with you, you got to give a girl pressure because he was yelling at her and she wouldn't come. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, some girls don't respond to pressure well. Sometimes I put on too much pressure, too. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, my and- teeth have moved! <laughs> I've sucked my teeth out of alignment! Ah, I've done that. I know I've sucked my jaw out of alignment. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, You're like, you need somebody to punch you. Damn, baby. <laughs> Stop reading a book and concentrate on what we're doing. Uh, can you ring that bell and give me a beer? Uh, uh sure. Uh, <laughs> Actually, why don't you just drink one of these damn things? Hell no. Me. I know what you have over there, and they're, I'm not touching they're it. They're vodka cocaines. Uh, now, no human being should ever drink that. They're the nastiest thing ever. It is like Nyquil glass. Uh, on ice. It's uh, this stuff. Oh, she got the what the high what high caffeine no, energy stuff. That one's like, not co- that bad, but the red cocaine. One is, the red one is horrible. It's spicy. It's like a, you take a it's, sip of it, burns your throat. It's horrible. But I can't stop drinking it. My mouth is watering in a bad way just thinking about it. Really? Mm-hmm. Here, I have two glasses over here. You at least take one. Fuck no. Hey, yeah. Right. No, no, I took a sip. I, I can drink almost anything. That I ain't drinking. Uh, I don't know if uh, this story that we've done before or if uh, I just have really weird dreams and I dreamt this, but uh, airline plans in-flight clowns. Does it seem familiar? I remember you saying something about a clown with people having babies, right? Uh, right? Snatch Adams or something you no, said? No, that was for Pouch Adams when I was saying that uh, he was actually, Mises bag was going to be in the Pouch movie. Adam. Pouch Adams. No, I think you did snatch. When, when babies come into the world, it's like e- clowns ease a mother's... Uh, that's that's what, what it was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Clowns... Uh, in, the bir- in the birthing room because it eases stress or something. Or something. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And you said... All right, so I knew there was clowns Adam. recently. I didn't okay. T- okay. Not on airplanes, though. That's not familiar. Yeah, on airlines plans in-flight clowns. I don't know when the last time I was on a plane, and I was like, you know what this plane needs? A clown on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think that every time. And now <sighs> there's an airline with clowns I know who I'm going to frequent fly with. But it's a Russian budget airline called uh, Avianova. has announced it will bring, uh, it'll be hiring clowns, actors, and musicians to amuse and entertain passengers during flights. Actors? 
Actor, you don't even do like I mean, musician monologues. Maybe. Right. <laughs> All Good. monologues are sad too. I know. There's no funny monologue. Goodbye, Mama's butternut tree and the old oak tree there in the front yard. Goodbye, birds in the sky. Wonder why you never got that call back. <laughs> uh, the airline said it was inspired to install stages on the planes when it was forced to reduce the number of seats from 180 to 159 because of a change in Russian customs policy. So with all this extra room on the plane, they want to put in stages and bring in uh, clowns and musicians they're going to need, need to put the clowns in the bulkhead there because of the feet, you know? You can't have that, those big babies underneath. Oh, wait, can, seriously, could you stop it? See, I just see <laughs> this kicking? as an opportunity for me to finally get work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Smeez yeah. isn't coming into work today. Where, where is he? This is like even a, a step down from being the entertainment on a cruise. You're the entertainment on a plane. And most people are just trying to read or yeah. sleep or listen to this show on their uh, smartphone. And you got a clown on the plane. <laughs> Pouring fake buckets I'd of rather, water on I'd you. I'd rather sit on a plane filled with uh, Muslims wearing I Hate America t-shirts <laughs> than to have a clown on the plane. Really? I think there are a lot of people on board. People hate clowns. People hate, <laughs> I hate America so you, clowns. You hate, you hate clowns more than terrorists. Really, I do. Tweet that. Tweet that. I hate clowns more than terrorists. <laughs> I'll clown it. Uh... Hey, when you think there's just one clown on the plane, 25 more crawl out of the beverage cart. Oh! There it is. Boom! <laughs> but if it works out, you know it's going to be copycat by somebody here in the States. This is a Russian budget airline, so it's not here in a, you know, you're not going to be able to fly on it. But uh, mm-hmm. if it works for them, you're going to see Southwest with clowns. I love it. Eric will be doing like his acting gigs there while bags on the uh, Colin uh, Farrell set somewhere. <laughs> Eric's up on a Russian airline. No, he's going to support me. He'll be in the overhead compartment watching. You'll be jerking off your bag. <laughs> Today I'll be performing a scene from Home at the End of the World. <laughs> I'm going to be punching my bag all night. We should put That's bag. A little we should put bag in in every movie that Eric was in. <laughs> the <laughs> opposite. Yeah. So the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should. This is not going away. I'm sorry. It's the uh, best thing. It's the best thing we've ever done. Now we're just going to latch onto it. Mm-hmm. I did a monologue where I played a retarded kid once. I should go try that out on the airplane. Just make everyone ball. A retarded kid. Well, playing retarded is so difficult. Really, it is. Because the people go with the either the obvious choice, mm-hmm. but then people want to see the choice that you made that no one else thought of. Like with Billy Bob Thornton in uh, Sling Blade. Great choice, but not typical retard. Because he could have done it. I reckon Bob didn't mind much what you were doing to her, uh-huh. <laughs> what? Right? See, he could have done that. Yeah, and that would not have been as good a choice. I really like fish fried taters. Yay! <laughs> Not as good a choice as what he decided yeah. to go with. Billy Bob on the bus with my sister. <laughs> I'm riding the bus with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Roseanne. No, Rosie O'Donnell was the retarded sister, right? Or was it the other girl? No, she was the retarded sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm riding the bus with my sister! That's is, how she played. Is that the one where the re- the retarded girl was getting married? What, what, no, what movie was that's, the that's girl getting a married movie in? that I actually the other sister. That's the a movie, other sister. The, that's yeah. the movie that I actually auditioned for. I uh-huh. love him. You're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let me get married because uh, you're jealous. <laughs> 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 who, who was that? 
Well, you're doing Sling Blade, I'm doing and Sling she Blade. it was it was Juliet Lewis yes. and Giovanni Ribisi yeah, played they the retards. Both retarded. They were yeah. both mm-hmm. retarded. She's retarded, and I love her. Right. <laughs> I got that down. The Lakers zombie suggests Sling Bag. Sling Bag. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starring Billy Bag Thornton. It'll work perfectly. <laughs> this is going to be a, a smash hit. Summer explosion movie. And then there was what? Uh, Rain Man, the other retarded movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good choice for Rain Man? Yeah, obviously. It's a, it's a classic. And he, he won the award for that, right? I couldn't tell you. Probably. So let's yeah. hear uh, your choice you made for your retard monologue. Oh, I can't do it now. Why not? You're an actor. Come on. <laughs> I can't just come on. I went into my retard. Go retard now. <laughs> I did. I was sling blade. Go, 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 go retard. 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 Go. That's only fun if you're at a dance club. <sighs> mine, mine. Actually, he wasn't mentally retarded. He was physically handicapped, and he was really deformed. Yeah. Like your cerebral palsy. Yeah. All right, uh, so go for it. <laughs> there, you just saw it. No, I want to see more. <laughs> I don't remember. Rest of the show, you play that guy, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> St- stop licking your microphone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess she is an up and down. You're licking that muff up and down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the microphone muff. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, in other news, from clowns to circuses, mother offended by circus act with pimps and strippers. <laughs> yeah. What kind of circus is that? A Metro Atlanta mother said she took her children to the circus and was outraged by a skit that portrayed strippers, pimps, and other adult themes. It says there are ladies pretending to strip, men throwing money at them. Uh, then a pimp comes on stage and the woman's boyfriend sells her to him, and then the pimp slaps her when she refuses to cooperate. They're pretending to smoke marijuana and sniff cocaine. <laughs> a circus spokesman defended the act, saying that uh, it was a message. Our show is about a positive message, and sometimes you got to go to the highs and go to get to these lows. To get to the highs, you got to go to those lows. Ernest told uh, Phillips, who's Ernest and Phillips? I don't know. Uh, the gospel-themed finale, it was at a church. Whoa. <laughs> who's the pastor? Tar- Charlie Sheen? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the gospel theme finale ends with the main female character giving her life to Christ and starting over. So they had to show her at her lows and lows, and oh. she's being. But this mother was a really does sound like the greatest show on earth, though. I know. Parents told uh, this woman that there was a disclaimer at the beginning of the performance, warning parents that some of the content may be too mature for children under six years old. Mm. So it's seven pimps and strippers. That's just totally <laughs> cool. You can take seven year olds down to the to the well to the titty company now. Yeah. This is um, this will fit perfectly because there was a, a woman. This is a story out of Texas. Talk about when it's you know what's appropriate for a kid to see. You got to get the writer's credit though. It's not easy to get uh, cocaine and strippers and Jesus Christ in the same <laughs> and then in the tie, same and, scene and tie it all together. Exactly, and it all makes sense. With and this a is at church. Little bow. Yeah, my church always did the three wise men. We never had the stripper <laughs> circus, the stripper coke circus. You've probably shown up more. Exactly. Well, was, when are we going to church? What time is church on Sunday? I don't want to be late. Make sure you set the alarm. I want to be there. <laughs> I'll start going on Wednesdays, too. <laughs> and the baby Jesus was either a doll or a baby, a real baby, who had obviously just shat himself right before the performance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, someone uh, slap Jesus. Uh, baby Jesus. Baby it's, it's Jesus. Give baby Jesus some Benadryl or something. 
But uh, there's a, a woman, her name is Rose Schifferdecker. She opened a book from the children's section of her local library there in Carrollton, Texas. And she says she couldn't believe her eyes when she uh, read it, when she finally got it home, actually. She uh, babysits three young kids, and she said once a week they always go to the library, and she lets them. She takes them to the kids' section and lets them pick out any book that they want to pick oh, out. Oh, great. Books. Yeah, I know. And uh, Kids love books. This nine-year-old that she was watching picked out a book called My Mom's Having a Baby. So she goes and checks them out at the, at the desk there at the library and then gets home, and she says... Um, I was just shocked, simply shocked at what I saw and what I read. It was unbelievable to me that it's considered a children's book. Then I do have a little excerpt from the children's book, and the title is My Mom's Having a Baby. One of the excerpts from the book that the nine-year-old had. The book reads, quote, The man puts his penis between the woman's legs and inside her vagina. After a while, a white liquid shoots out of the man's penis and into the woman's vagina. The liquid is full of millions and millions of sperm. And then it also, and end quote. And then it also contains illustrations of uh, anatomically correct male and female sex organs and a man on top of a woman. Wow. There's illustrations, a cartoon drawing. Yeah, of uh, of this, and I couldn't find online. I couldn't find the cartoon drawing of that, but I did find the that my mom's having a baby by the by the author, and it's a real book. And it's a uh, and then uh, it ex- so you're supposed to buy this for your kids so they can understand what happened to mom. Well, yeah. You this is, uh, and then and one of the things is he's as big as my bottom front tooth. Like it explains what your what the baby, what size your new little brother or sister is at, at a certain point, and. Uh, the author says, I'll be the first to tell you, the book's not for everybody. I didn't write it for everyone, but I also didn't write it for children to read by themselves. I wrote it for parents to read to their children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your daddy oh. shot his white goo and Inside mommy. mommy and inside daddy's white goo was millions of sperm, and that sperm shot into inside me, mommy, of all and the, made you. Of what? all the illustrations you could have printed off, you printed off her brush, the little kid brushing its teeth and hugging mommy's belly. I couldn't find the ones with the uh, daddy on top of the mommy. Really? Yeah. And so she She's all upset. But it is, you know, it is uh, pretty much how it happens, right? That's what, but you don't want to explain that to your kid, a nine-year-old kid. Nine I mean, years old, yeah, they th- probably should know that. Not in that way. What do you mean, not in that uh, way? That daddy puts his penis between mommy's legs and inside of her vagina. If you're having sex younger and younger, you're probably going to start having the talk about there's, nine. There's a really sweet commercial on right now. I don't even know what it's for, but it's just of maybe... Yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> it's a yogurt, uh, an Activia commercial with that darn Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and I don't even know what the commercial's for, but it's of maybe like they showed 10 or 12 different kids. And they, they must have asked the question, where do babies come from? And they're like between seven and nine years no, old. No, no, no. They're way younger than that. It's like they're like six Have you seen the commercial four. where they're like, um, it's a bird and he um, has yeah, it. That's yeah, not a nine-year-old sweet. or else you're playing Schmeezer's retarded kid. <laughs> Pelicans? Shut up. Pelicans. Pelicans bring babies. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, here's a tweet from Melissa asking Would you rather have a clown on a plane or a fussy baby? I'd rather have a baby clown. <laughs> Just a baby with clown makeup on. Big giant orange afro. Yeah, exactly. Let the baby clown just walk up and down the aisles. That'd be more entertaining to me. <laughs> baby clowns. Bring in the baby clowns. Oh. Baby clowns are hilarious. That would be funny. Yeah. And they still have giant shoes, though. It's just a little baby sitting on top of these giant red shoes. <laughs> I never really understood the giant red shoes as far as clown comedy. Because I think giant feet are funny. Really? If they're re- what, giant feet yeah. are funny? If they're way oversized. 
Is it go back to the penis thing? Like yeah. certain uh, small feet are funny and large feet are funny, yeah, but like, uh, like a regular big, feet are offensive? Yeah, a regular height guy, like a guy who's six foot tall and he has maybe like a, he's like a size five shoe. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> You're like, something's off with that guy. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's <laughs> like a bound Chinese woman. <laughs> yeah, or he's a little teeny tiny guy with giant feet. That's funny. So that's why clown shoes, I guess. Yeah, some of my favorite clown jokes. Well, I don't really like clowns. At all? No. I'm not afraid of them, but I don't get the comedy. My favorite clown joke is when they do the bucket of confetti toward the crowd. Yeah. And they think it's water. (laughs) It gets them every time. Everyone dives out of the way, and it's like, you know it's going to be confetti. Yeah, you're not going to get wet. Yeah. They don't pass out ponchos. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. stupid. (laughs) But it gets them every time. I love that joke. Uh, so what else you got? You got to, uh, uh, to four traits, guys. Find irresistible. Well, I have all kinds of stuff, but uh, I want to get this because this will be old and I'll throw it away. But I do want to uh, cover it a little bit. Do it because pe- it's going to get old. <laughs> we, we better eat this. It's going to get some mold it's, on it. It's getting bad. It, it already smells a little bit funny. So let's uh, kill it today. But uh, I know you don't watch the View, and I don't really watch the View either. It's an annoying show. But I did see a clip where. They had a uh, Where Are They Now segment on, and they decided to have on John Wayne Bobbitt. They wanted to talk to John. The, the ladies of The View wanted to have John Wayne Bobbitt on. So they have him on, right? And for those of you who have been living under a rock, John Wayne Bobbitt, uh, his wife uh, chopped his penis off and then threw it into a field. And then he woke up to find that his penis was gone, and then they had to go find it. And doctors reattached, and apparently it works okay, right? So you would think that... Woman chops your your penis off because you she claims that you raped her and that was her way of getting back at you. He was on the View talking about the whole ordeal. The wiener gone now it's back and it works just fine. He went on to star in some porn movies, but the thing that bothers him most, he says, was that she never said she was sorry. Um, sometimes, sometimes that just it's no. What do you mean? No. You, you don't have to say, sorry means nothing. You know what I mean? Like, no, sorry, something. Sorry cut means your nothing. Dick off. No, she sorry cut. means nothing if they don't attach it. I mean, sorry means something. I mean, right now, it's like they've attached it, so it's like, uh-huh. okay, and it all you she have to it, do is say you're sorry now because it still works. So obviously, you were crazy and you made a crazy mistake. If they never could attach it, sorry is not enough. Um, if they never found my dick in the field after she threw it out of the window, and I'm just walking around with this my 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 bloody nub sausage, yeah. Then you, if she said, so, "I'm really sorry," you say, "Fuck so, you, like, get out of here, bitch." Right. Yeah, but, but now that I have it again, and I mean, it basically made me famous, and I've been in porno. But you, st- sorry, he, seems like just, I wanted to acknowledge the fact that I don't need her anymore. I want to see her one last time. Some things you sometimes you do something so bad to somebody. We we're talking about the, earlier today about you know sending the card and does that fix everything? Sometimes there are things that you do that are so bad. There's no sorry. Just is not. There aren't even words. It doesn't fix anything. It's you know you're sorry because you did something little. Not hey, um, can I talk to you for a second? I just wanted to say I'm, I'm sorry. You know that I. That I cut your dick off and threw it into a field. I'm just really sorry about that. I just want you to know. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. <laughs> it just seems so odd to me. 17 years later, that that's the thing that he's still hung up on. That there, that there's. Do you have? She says, uh, "Do you have anger towards her?" No, no, I, I don't have anger towards her. The thing I'm most upset about is that she still hasn't said she's sorry. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You cut my dick off. It's okay. But I got it back. See, that's the thing. I don't understand. I got it back. 
I it's like it almost never happened. It's my dick had stitches. All right, it just, it was so bizarre to me that sometimes, because I, I mean, I appreciate a good apology. Do you have a story? If, if you're really coming. If uh, someone uh, said sorry and you just didn't accept it? Um. When the doctor cut your dick off? Is that what you're saying? Are you trying right, to say that? And like, if he comes to me today and says, I'm sorry, you know, like the you man were a, hands. You were and a the, baby and all, but right. the, the doctor actually showed up at your doorstep and said, I was the doctor who performed the, uh, the, the yeah. transsexual surgery when uh-huh. you were born. Uh-huh. I'm sorry about that. And, and I would stand there and go, really? So that's why I have the j- strong jaw and the man hands, because you made a fucked up decision by cutting my wiener off. No, sorry, he's not going to cut it. But I thought you were happy being a lesbian woman. I do enjoy being a lesbian woman, but I still wouldn't accept his apology. He should have let me grow and decide on my own what I wanted to do. You'd have kept them both. Maybe. <laughs> I would have. I may have. And you know how bendy I am. I'm pretty sure I could have just tore the shit out of myself. <laughs> I'd have been hell, one, one hell of an airplane clown <laughs> if I had both of them on there. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. No, not a balloon animal. Oh, no. Wait a second. Let me tie this thing up. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I would, too. I'd be totally as home with fucking myself right now. It's <laughs> like ult- ultimate in uh, narcissism and the egomaniacal. There's a uh, a guy in the news recently, a St. Cloud man. I think this is in Florida. Yeah, Orlando Sentinel. He's accusing a South Orange County company of negligence after one of its peeler machines cut off his penis in an accidental, uh, you know, turn on of the machine while he was cleaning it. <laughs> a peeler. Wait a second. Why is his? Why is it anywhere near his penis? His name is Edgardo. Uh, he's 44 years old. He was injured at Future Foam Carpet Cushions. This is a company for carpeting cushion. <laughs> Future Foam. <laughs> Future Foam Carpet Cushions. Carpet Cushions. After he removed a foam core from a machine with a steel blade that is used to cut blocks of carpeting foam. I don't know. As mm. uh, uh, according to the lawsuit, he was not trained in operating the machine, and the maneuver he performed at the request of supervisors activated the equipment. Mm. And uh, since the suit alleges that uh, Edgardo, an employee at the uh, Spartan Staffing, was a contract worker at Future Foam, officials from the Occupational Safety and Health Administration cited Future Foam for 10 series violations. What, who gives a shit? What else happened? Uh, the medical status of Edgardo is not known. Not, um, uh, I'm guessing he's not doing well. <laughs> it's said that... Uh, the surgically sharp steel blade that he was using to clean out this foam core okay. sliced through his penis, or through his pelvis, cutting off his penis and testicles while virtually cutting his body in half. Don't you just, you just cut die. Him off right you just there. want to so die, was like right? Right above the penis line and balls line to cut you in half. Just let me die, right? That's a don't. That's a don't bring me back. Uh, let me let me go. Oh, he's alive and he's suing and yeah. he's upset. So obviously, you know, what's he going to sue for? I mean, you basically cut my penis and balls off at the yeah, What's factory. that worth to you, Edgardo? He's seeking punitive damages of more than fifteen thousand dollars for the disfigurement. What? Fifteen grand. Well, fifteen grand. Ah, uh, not either only ballers but dumb. Either the guy just didn't ever use it. You know, I was like, okay, it's just a pee hole. Yeah. Or it's just it's so tiny. It's only worth fifteen grand. Mm, what do you think yours would be worth? Mine? Yeah. Um, if, if they got cut off in an accident. Yeah, and it was not your fault, and it was the fault of somebody, and you had you were going to take them to court. No, I'd just be a dickless vigilante. 
I have nothing to lose. I'm, I'm waiting for Heidi's theme song. Dickless Vigilante. I, I, I am the scariest man on the planet because I'm pissed and yeah, I'm dickless. Dexter's got nothing exactly. on you. You'd be like, on showtime, yeah. dickless vigilante. Yeah. When, when, when Dexter finds out that I'm killing people and then I'm like, dude, I'm dickless. He's going to shit his pants and run. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just saw my mom get killed. Oh. Yeah. Well, I that, see you fighting the bad guys, psh, psh, and they <laughs> kick you in the balls. I understand. <laughs> Dickless vigilante. <laughs> What's wrong with that guy? He should be a comic strip hero, Dickless vigilante. Yeah, because ju- you would have nothing to lose. Nothing. Oh, you'd be badass. You'd be the baddest superhero ever lived. Ever. Well, it'll be about the baddest. But yeah, I mean, no, seriously. you would. No, you would. I mean, your voice might be a little high. I mean, Batman has a lot of tools, but I don't have any. Yeah, but that's ba- my line. Batman's got tools. I don't need any. <laughs> I'm dickless vigilante. <laughs> I'm just pissed. You dick. Yeah, he saw his parents get shot. My dick was cut off in a carpet machine. <laughs> and balls. And balls. And the balls too. Wow. <sighs> Take that, Batman. <laughs> Yeah, I was, Some I was other like, disrespectful dickless <laughs> vigilantes called. Oh man! I just don't think there's any amount of money that would basically be okay. You know, I uh, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, you know, all right, I got a I got a yacht now, and I can stack it full of hot chicks because I got this big settlement. But I'm dickless. Yeah. So basically, you better get real good at you know. Hmm. Got to work on my sucking and my circulars. <laughs> that guy's not buying a boat anytime soon, though. He can't even buy a Kia. With that money. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying if I was going to make it, have a settlement, even having the most money in the world where mm-hmm. you could buy whatever you want, you're still dickless. I would say most <laughs> men choose death over dickless. Death over dickless. Triple eight five two zero hf show. Right. I mean, the dickless vigilante. Dickless. Yeah. Dickless vigilante is great. So if you choose that, you choose to live, but you're going to live and you're going to do just great work. And if the FBI and, you know, all the special agents end up figuring me out on criminal minds, right. then I'm going to go out in a hail of bullets because I'm dickless. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Maybe that's what all superheroes are doing. Maybe they all are dickless and they don't give a shit. <laughs> Maybe that's no. what's really going on. Because there's not, I mean, Batman, that's a fake front. Look how bulbous that is. That's because he's dickless. Yeah. That's the real story. <laughs> Maybe that's the real story. <laughs> His dick's not that big. It's all false front. What would you choose? Smee's death or dickless? Death. Yeah. Kill I think, me. I think most men do that. You don't want to live without your wiener. I don't even have a wiener, and I, I know how important they are. Or I would just have, you know, it, it's sewn into some really pretty vagina. <clears throat> but I'd stay the same way that I am now. I would get a big but black have- dong surgically... Attached. Why? For, uh, from so AdamandEve.com. So you can play with it? <laughs> boing, 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 boing. He's going to play with a big black dong all day? I just want to surprise chicks. I want to, I want to surprise him with my really pretty vagina. But you look like you. <laughs> yeah, it's totally me. <laughs> I have a beard and everything. Beard and everything. It's like, uh, so where you'd go out to lesbian bars? How would you pick up women? Because uh, they would think, it. well, huh. I'd be the ultimate lesbian. You imagine if you, I showed up down at the... Be, uh, because you could be taken home to mom and dad, and they think that, she, oh, she met a really nice guy. Sensitive. Everything. It's really great. But I yeah. mean, obviously, the women who wear uh, men's jeans and have the men's haircut, it's like, I'm just, if you want to be with a guy, but you like uh, pussy, right here, baby. <laughs> She's getting wet over there. No doubt. <laughs> I am a little turned on. I don't know why. Scaring me. I don't want to be turned on by you. 
So if you lost your vagina, Heidi, what would you do? Um. Well, I uh, I would choose death probably. Honestly. You would choose death with no vagina. Yeah. But then when you use the up top, the boobies, even though I had to go buy them, if I found out something was wrong, like I had a lump or whatever, I'd go immediately and go, take out the implant, scoop out what you want. I don't need them. I choose life. But the vagina? Mm, yeah. That brings me a lot of pleasure. I can't imagine not having it. Like, the boobs are fine. They're pretty and whatever. But I could live my life without them. That'd be fine. Icky vagina. <laughs> I think, who's calling you? <laughs> Ew, vagina. They should be offended by that. Vagina. Hey, Mom. What's up? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about your floral dress. Oh, no. It was a hit. I was saying it would look nice. No, no. I didn't know you were listening. You and the brother listen, huh? I didn't know that. Okay, I'll, I'll try to calm down. <sighs> Has this show completely uh, ruined your family life? Um, yeah, no. pretty much. Mm. No, it hasn't. Pretty it's, much. I think it's actually brought you closer together. Me and my dad might be closer. But your mom just doesn't talk to you anymore? Um, your she, mom doesn't listen to this show. She doesn't listen. No, my mom's yeah. not allowed to listen to that. My mom doesn't listen to this show either. So I can say, fuck pussy cunt, whore. And wow. And look who's on the phone. It's Mises' mother. <laughs> We've arranged it special for you. <laughs> yeah, it was a surprise. Seems like no better time than right now to actually take your call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, shifting gears a little bit, in your relationship with your girls, are you all on the same page as what constitutes cheating? We talked about this last week. No. Yeah, we did. Okay, uh, think I mean, of it. The cheating show saying, is there ever a free pass? That was last week's mm, show. Okay, think of it in terms of a bachelor party. Free pass. Would you, are there things that you think you could do at a bachelor party that would be fine and she would be mad about? Like what? Uh, lap dance. Lap dance, fine. You think Farty would be fine with you getting a lap dance? Yep. No problem. No problem. Eric? I've already been told no strippers. What? Yeah. Not even a stripper there? Well, I said it's going to happen, babe. So yeah, I'm you just put your foot down. Letting you know it's going to happen, and she said, "But I'm not going to like it, and I'm going to I'm going to be upset on the night before our wedding. Are you okay with that?" Oh, so you're only talking it will happen if, when you're getting married, not not at a buddy's bachelor party. Uh, no, no, no. My childhood friend and I made a pact with one another when we were super conservative Christian kids that no matter what, our bachelor parties would be the one time that we went nuts. So I got him strippers when he nuts got married. Nuts are nuts deep. What are we talking here? Yeah, they, got, they the... got Chippendales. They went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we want nuts. That's the question. I didn't say um, what sex the strippers were. Yeah. So that is where, because uh, this is a, a little article out of Cosmo, and it says that the, the title of the article is What He's Really Doing at a Bachelor Party. And uh, and they said that most often the, the guys who get in trouble are the Guys who go there with their single friends, right? And their single friends are like, come on. It's that. It's, come on. She's not here. Goddamn. It's a bachelor party. And it's, it is, any bad behavior is usually brought on by the single friend calling out the guy who's got a girlfriend or wife going, seriously? Come on, man. It's one night. We never see each other anymore. And then uh, the guy gives in. And they said it, to sort of help the women get through it, because women hate bachelor parties, they said that this is what they said. Define your terms. They're telling women. That before he goes to a bachelor party, the best move to, to make is a preventative one. Since most men, Cosmo says, since most men and women have completely different ideas of what constitutes cheating, 
it's important to make your definition clear. Lap dance is not cheating. To, see, to you it's not. To some women it is. No, to the world it's not. To those women, they're stupid. No, if a woman is, is using her knee and your groin and feeling your your boys and that, your goods and, and going... No, all lap dances aren't created equal. I will give you that. Okay. So if I just go ahead and get a lap dance, it could be a lame lap dance. Yeah. And I still paid 20 bucks for it, but, and I, that's not cheating. But that's what you're lame. saying. That's why they're saying lay down the law uh, as opposed to letting it... Get... So I have to get the strip of the rules. No, no, no knees on my crotch. No, you have Boobies to... Boobies can't actually touch my face. There are some women who think any touch by another woman in some sort of sexual way is cheating. I mean, you could go as far as, you know... Any any touch? A woman uh, touches my shoulder to get around me. Well, I cheated on that's her. not a sexual way. You don't see my shoulders. <laughs> so that's the thing. So that's why I'm asking, are you on the same page? So you're saying you don't think a lap dance is cheating, but she does. You're not I, allowed to have one. I don't think it's cheating, but I was in Vegas once when I was really heartbroken. My buddies took me to a strip club, and the stripper was literally taking her nipple and tickling my mouth and nose and eyes with her nipple just all over the place. That's not cheating. But oh, I wasn't with somebody at the time. That's not cheating. But if I was, I would feel like that was cheating. Getting nipple rubbed all over your face is nowhere near cheating. And then, if I could be cheating, then I'm just going to... I'm, that's why cheating. Why don't I just go all the way? This stripper cheating. at that point, which really grossed me out, got on her knees and was doing the whole rubbing her boobies on my crotch thing. And cheating. She goes, hey, you guys should look me up. I'm a porn star. And we were like, oh, really? What's your name? And she told us. And she goes, yeah, I've had, I've had like 100 dicks in my face on one day. Uh, I'm like, oh. Okay, oh, oh. if I was his... Think of how many dicks were in between her boobs you were sucking <laughs> on. <laughs> God. You sucked on him? No, I didn't suck well, on him. Obviously, I mean, she's going to have me coded. Oh, I, shut I, up. Every morning she's coded and she's dancing for Shmeez. He's like... You know what that nipple was earlier. I don't think I'll ever go back to a strip club she, she, after that She nipple fucked a guy's ass earlier that day. <laughs> and then she was running late for her strip club gig, so she yeah. didn't have time to shower. She's just trying to wipe it off on your face. <laughs> she had a dingle on there. That was a big regret. I, I probably won't go back to another one. To another strip club? Ever? Probably not. Yeah. It really ruined me for it. So if I if I was his girl, wife, girlfriend, whatever, and I somehow found out about that, I don't. although I don't know how I would. I mean, you know, unless you came clean. But, yeah, some strange girl is rubbing her nipple and areola all over your face and your nose and your lips. But that's what she does. It's her job. But that's... You fucked up there. You yeah, cheated if, on me. What if I went and some guy's rubbing his dick all over my face and I'm going, that's, Honey, that's it was Susan's bachelorette party. That's different. <laughs> oh, if a guy on. rubs his nipple all over your face. But the, his, a guy's nipple and a girl's nipple, not the not same. Not equivalent. I'm not just saying, okay, uh, he's just fingering your face. <laughs> And, That's okay. the worst stripper ever. Poking you <laughs> in the eyes with his finger, yeah. sticking him up your nose yeah. and in your mouth. Waka waka. Oh, look, he's eating buggers. Somebody's a clown stripper. <laughs> I'm the clown stripper. <laughs> These are all my baby clown strippers. <laughs> I'm lucky that the Italian and I are on the same page as what constitutes cheating. Where we're not on the same pages, which is a little worrisome, is what constitutes sex. That's our problem. Well, that's the same question. That's the same problem. What constitutes sex? Well, no, I mean, what constitutes the first uh, foreplay or sexual activity? If you no. have no idea what sex is to yeah. each other, then sexual 
leading up to sex has to be different pages as well. Well, no, cheating for us is very, it's like, no, you are texting another girl behind my back. You're cheating on me. You know, That's like, not cheating. Yes, it is. No, it's not. And not if it's like, hey, how was your day, Sharon? Well, no, that's not cheating. But if it's, you oh, start. Well, that might be, because that's like emotional cheating. That's like mental cheating. It's well, like, I'm, caring about, I'm caring about Sharon's day. See? <laughs> no, you don't need to be spending time like that with another. That's cheating. So we're on the same page with when it comes to that. It's the sex thing. And we've talked about this before, where I don't have any partner she has because she doesn't count the same way I count. I She only counts, oh, I only count if I go down on it. That's sex. Everything else is just we've fooled around. I'm like, oh, then my list is really short because I count all of it. It's all encompassing. I use my hand on a girl. I go, yeah, put her on the list. So it's different. And so we're on different pages there, but thank God we're on the same page with cheating. Like, strip club, not happening. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think that every lesbian is uh, is uh, fuzzy with the numbers. It's all fuzzy math. <laughs> well, I'd say the hand is equivalent to a blowjob, right? The hand would be equivalent to a blowjob. Why wouldn't going down on her be equivalent Lesbian to a blowjob? Lesbian sex, you have to divide everything by two. <laughs> you have to divide the two. <laughs> See, the numbers get all fuzzy. Get it. Yeah. I know. I, I, mm, he just wanted to act it out. I did. I really wanted to act that out. <laughs> <laughs> Look like that fat girl on a rascal. Hands <laughs> behind your back. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a the couple got married. I don't know if they did for their uh, bachelor parties, but uh, they're a pair of running enthusiasts. So what, uh, how do you think they uh, decided to tie the knot? Well, they exchanged yeah. vows after running a marathon. But during the marathon, about the 22-and-a-half-mile marks, when they ex- decided to exchange their vows, uh, Amanda Kirshner, 28, and David Guzman, 30, said they have run 10 marathons together. They were married by retired state district judge, blah, 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 and finished uh, the final 3.7 miles as a married couple. Because I, f- I feel actually better now that the 22 miles mark because it's done. It's over with. So, mm-hmm. uh, but they were marathoners and decided to have that be their. Can you imagine the honeymoon? Ugh. I mean, we just ran 26 miles. I'm really not in the mood to be all over you. And you wore pantyhose the whole way. Because <laughs> your legs do look good in pantyhose. Yeah. It helps with the circulation. Not really into the honeymoon sex with you. Ugh. I'm just hoping at the 22 mile mark, I don't know if they stopped on the on the course and like had their ceremony, or if everyone's running along with them. <laughs> do you? Where's the ring? Yeah. Catch up! Do like you? a baton relay. Yeah, there's some little girl just running ahead of them, throwing flowers in the air. <laughs> Yeah, I hope Their they, poor grandma. She's. I hope they didn't stop. Yeah, hobbling along. If anybody objects, somebody raise their hand. Run faster! Run faster! Go! 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 go there, I do. To you. I do. I object. Crap! Crap! <laughs> oh, I don't know. I whatever. The theme weddings are a little stupid. You heard the theme weddings? Not a big fan of the suit. Well, yeah, we're skydivers, so we skydive and got married. Oh, they did it so cute. She mm. says uh, that she wore uh, a white running skirt. And a shirt labeled bride and a small veil on her ponytail. And he wore the black tuxedo print t-shirt. Oh, I am a fan of those. I do like those. Yeah. I don't know why that's funny to me, but I do like those. It's because it doesn't really class it up. It actually has the opposite effect. I think I'd rather my husband, marathon runner, would marry me either shirtless or in a wife beater than put on the tuxedo t-shirt. No, oh, I, I really dressed up for the event. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. I like the tuxedo shirt with a black blazer and jeans. I think it's a it's, great look. It's less classy than a wife beater that has tobacco the tuxedo, on it. The tuxedo t-shirt? 
Oh, you think you, it's classy? Well, I don't know about classy, if but I like I the look. I want to spruce myself up for a hot date. I just put on a tuxedo T-shirt, and she thinks I'm all formal. Like for instance, I saw. <laughs> You're I, insane. I've seen people wear these white T-shirts with the like floating man's tie on, like printed in the T-shirt. Have you seen those? No. And I want one, but I don't know where to find them. But because I think it's a cool look, it's a, like a white T-shirt, and it has a yeah. Top. I've, seen, I've seen those. Yeah, I love those. I would wear that. But I don't know where to find them. But, but when I see them on people, I'm like, that that shirt is so kick-ass. All right, go get a tuxedo t-shirt and just wear it out. Let's see how many people think, wow, that girl's classy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think it's a little bit of comedy there. I think it tells a lot about a person. Like, that guy's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> but you don't want to get on your wedding day. Sense of humor? <laughs> yeah, that's what you want, a sense of humor. <laughs> that and a big winger. Uh, did Eric just say he was grossed out by a woman rubbing nipples on his face? Guilty! Jeff in Atlanta. Was she a pretty stripper? No. No. It was, it was during a point in my life where I was going a little nuts. And then it all came to that moment where she said, I've had a hundred dicks on my face in one day. Why would you tell a guy that? That's not a turn on. Not at all. No, because she, she's saying that I'll, t- I'll take you and all your boys home after this. I'll do the bachelor party. It doesn't matter to me. Ugh. You can oh. just pay for me. You have to pay for a bunch of girls. Oh. Have you ever done something like that at a bachelor party when you were a single guy? What? Rub my nipples on someone's face? <laughs> no, like... Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean the other, other way? Went, um, went ba- to a back room. Went to a back room? Or however it works. Have I ever had sex at a bachelor party? That's what she's asking, yes. She's trying to be cryptic I actually, for some reason. Actually, no, I haven't. What? What? No, I've never had sex at a bachelor party. Well, okay, what are you considering that? You Well, I mean, I... Bajoo? No. Oh. I've never even got a bajah. I mean, really? would, you, would you consider holding on to like a two-foot dildo and just jamming it into one while the other one's eating the other one's box? Cheating? <laughs> yeah. That sex I cheating? think I would because you need to say no. that kind of stuff for me. No, that's not. Yes, that it is. is. No, yes, it I'm is. a prop master. I'm not <laughs> cheating with them. Okay. There was two Try of them. Try to explain that to Farty. Uh, I'm you, a prop master. Right. There was a show going on, and I'm a showman, and they needed a third. Uh, I didn't completely join the action, right. but I helped. Farty holds a. Uh, uh, a <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Seriously. Uh, Farty holds uh, a. <laughs> thing. Have no idea what I'm kidding. I'm like, no, we don't need to give me an al- analogy. I'm full of shit. I That would be probably considered bad. Even if you didn't touch her. Oh, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Just give me an analogy. No, seriously. Now, if I right, no, a flashlight for some guy's wiener, you're going to be pissed. Mm. Thank you. Nothing further. We can go now. She's not touching the wiener. But, the other, but the other dude's blowing the other dude, right? So, no, I'm fine. Those well, because you're are, saying they're those gay. Those two guys you are know? having gay sex and she's got a flashlight on one of them? That's fine. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, we solved nothing. Yes, we solved nothing. <laughs> That's what this show's all about. So go to adamandeve.com if we if this show uh, tantalized you in any way, which I'm sure it didn't. Uh, get your uh, libido back by going to adamandeve.com. Search around, buy some stuff, and when you're buying stuff, be sure and type in HF Show as the code, and you're going to get a super-duper discount on uh, all the goodies. And uh, I'm not sure if they got a free gift going on, but uh, be sure and type in HF Show no matter what you go, where you go, where you buy, mm-hmm. or whatever. adamandeve.com. This has been After Hours. We'll see you next Friday. HeidiandFrank.com